Hello, welcome to Sweet Talk, the healthy drinking series with Lake Health and Wellbeing. I am your host, Isaline Phillip. In today's episode, we are talking about sugar, sweetened beverages, and women's health. And I'm really happy to be interviewing Davina Baptiste, who is a certified health and wellness coach right here in St. Kitts. Welcome, Davina, to this episode of Sweet Talk. Really happy to, to have you. So I'd like to invite you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your expertise and what exactly is it you do as a wellness coach? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So I'm a certified wellness coach, born and raised right here in St. Kitts. And I specialize in helping women who struggle with symptoms of hormonal imbalances. So women who struggle with difficulty losing weight, painful periods and or PMS, thyroid issues, fatigue, polycystic ovary syndrome, and more. And I do this using a natural approach, like guidance on good nutrition, healthy mindset, stress management, education, and of course, my unwavering support. And it's something that I really, truly love doing. Great, great. So could you tell us a bit about how consuming sugar and sweetened beverages might actually affect uh, our hormonal health and what impact it does have on women's health conditions like PMS, endometriosis, PCOS, and some of these things that you mentioned? Certainly. So, you know, sugar is this undeniably delicious thing, but it's also very addictive because what mm -hmm. happens is when you consume sugar, dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter, is released and that's associated with like the pleasure and reward center in the brain and also connected to addictive behavior. So we have this thing that tastes really good, that is really addictive once you start having it, but can be very detrimental to hormone health. So how sugar affects hormone health. So basically, sugar messes with hormones by disrupting insulin production. And insulin is a hormone. So when insulin is kind of out of whack, it affects other hormones like estrogen, testosterone, and even cortisol, which is our stress hormone. So for example, you drink a sugary soda, your insulin level spikes. And when that happens, it affects the process that regulates levels of estrogen and testosterone in the blood, causing these two hormones to have their levels like increase rapidly. So we have all these hormones like at higher levels than they should be in the body. And what that does is it overwhelms another hormone called progesterone. Now, progesterone is tied to female reproductive health. And so you find in women who struggle with polycystic ovary syndrome, PMS, painful periods, fibroids, um, endometriosis, and even, you know, infertility have some mm -hmm. level of progesterone disruption. And that all comes from, you know, this chain reaction of c consuming sugar. Well, I mean, really appreciate you breaking it down like that. I don't think we've ever really thought about it in, in that way. So can you tell us from like in your experience, does having a diet that's high in sugars, whether that's from your drinks or from your food, does that make any difference when it comes to managing these health conditions? 
most definitely. And I can tell you from my own firsthand experience that, you know, the minute I changed my diet, my diet before was quite unhealthy. And, you know, I consumed a lot of sugar in the past. And so I used to struggle with really painful periods and bad PMS to the point where it was life disrupting. I would miss work or school, you know, when I was younger in the past, because of this, every single month I would miss, you know, a day or two, just because um, the symptoms were so overwhelmingly bad. And in recent times, you know, especially, you know, becoming a wellness coach, learning how all of this works now, I made some changes to first and foremost, my nutrition, as well as some other lifestyle things. And I'm happy to say that I don't struggle with these symptoms anymore. And I see the same thing with my clients. The minute that they address um, their nutrition first and then, you know, mixing in other lifestyle changes, you see this huge improvement um, of them overcoming, you know, these challenges that, that, that are, you know, basically hormonal. Right. So what advice would you give to women when it comes to consuming sugar-sweetened beverages? I would say, you know, read the labels when you're buying prepackaged drink and food. Unfortunately, the food industry tends to label things in a way that when you look at it firsthand, you think, oh, this must be really good. This must be really healthy. But when you get down to the nitty gritty and you read the label, you realize that's not necessarily the case. And I can give you a, a personal experience. So one morning I was on my way to work and I stopped to buy some water and maybe some fruit as a snack. And in the fruit section, there was this um, brand of drinks that were you know, on the front of the label, everything seemed to be like super healthy. Mm -hmm. And there was one called, you know, Green Goddess or Green Machine or something like that. And I, I was like, hey, I, I really love green juice. So let me give this a try. It might be something I can incorporate into my life. So I'm on my way to work. I'm driving. I open it. I sip on it. And I was like, this tastes really sweet for, for just mm -hmm. being a green drink. So I didn't continue drinking it. When I got to my desk, and I read the label, I was mortified to see that this, I think it was like a 16 ounce bottle of green juice that was advertised as this super healthy thing had 53 grams of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. 53 grams of sugar is equivalent to about 12 teaspoons of sugar, which is twice the amount a woman should be having in a day. And so this one little bottle that was supposed to be healthy and good, was it ended up not being that case because of how much sugar was inside of it. So knowing what's in the food that you're buying in this, you know, prepackaged foods, understanding the labels is really important and the first step in getting, you know, this under control. Then I would suggest using healthier alternatives on the occasion, not on a daily basis, but things like natural honey, natural maple syrup, monk fruit sweetener and raw coconut sugar are better alternatives to the, you know, the processed white sugar. I know us locals, we like to make our drinks at home, you know, maybe we make a little lemonade or something. So I would say to opt out of using like the plain white sugar and try using some of these other alternatives. However, still in moderation and in small amounts, I would say only a few times a week to consume any kind of sugar at all, but at least these are better alternatives than processed sugar. 
And I would say if you are somebody that is consuming sugary drinks regularly, maybe on a daily basis, mm -hmm. and you're ready to make that change and get healthier, I would say slowly wean yourself off over, you know, the course of a few weeks from that. It's better doing that than trying to quit cold turkey. And I would say load up on healthy whole foods because when you have a balanced diet and you're eating really nourishing foods, you find that you crave things like sugar a lot less. Mm -hmm. Great, really great tips. Thank you. So do you have, when it comes to drinks and beverages, do you have any other recommendations for healthier drink alternatives that would be a lot more beneficial for women when they're managing their women's health conditions like you know PCOS, PMS, painful periods or anything like that? Nothing beats plain old beautiful water, right? That's the best thing for us. And essentially, we should be drinking about half our body weight in ounces per day in plain water. However, if you want to mix things up sometimes, you can cut up some of your favorite fruits like watermelon, pineapple, maybe some lemon or fresh mint in your water. Um, sparkling water is also another great alternative or even flavored sparkling water. I buy those sometimes when I feel like I want a little fizz and flavor, um, as well as fresh coconut water, not the stuff that you buy in the box on the shelf, but if you have access to fresh coconut water, that's something that you can incorporate as well. But your main source of hydration should come from plain water. Great. And I mean, that's a really good way to uh, end our interview today, just echoing the messages of our Your Sweet Enough campaign. And then everybody know, drink water and show your body some love because it's definitely beneficial, especially for us as women and for the different women's health conditions and issues that we face. So thank you so much, Davina, for uh, your really great advice and your tips. Really appreciate it. There's persons wanted to find you um, and to reach out to you to get some coaching or some advice. Um, where could they find you? Um, they could find me on social media. You can find me on Facebook as Wellness with Davina B, the same on Instagram as well. Or they can pop over to my website, www.wellnesswithdavinab.com, where you have the option of booking even a free discovery call um, to speak with me to see how we can possibly work together to help you feel amazing. Great, great, great. Thank you so much, Davina. It was a pleasure. I actually learned a lot. So I hope our viewers did as well. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Sweet Talk. And don't forget, you're sweet enough. So drink some water, share some love, and tell your body that you are sweet enough. Thank you so much. <laughs>